Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a Ken and father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the place where young men come to learn what it means to be a man after God's own heart. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. And our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to be the men that God created them to be. So roll up your sleeves, gentlemen, and gird up. It's time to get to work. What's up, gentlemen? Welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the Agogi, where young men learn to be the men that God created them to be. This is going to have to be a quick one because I just got done driving, just got back to New Ulm after my vacation. Really glad to be back, really re- refreshed and ready to go do some work for Jesus. Um, but I also have to be at work in about 20 minutes, so this is going to have to be a short podcast. Um, first of all, thank you to anybody that made my trip special and the folks at Camp Phillip for welcoming me and letting me see what you guys do and encouraging me the way you did. That was awesome. I appreciate it. God bless you all. God bless the work you're doing. Nate Hensler, it was awesome to get some coffee with you. Quentin and Megan, congratulations on the baby. So many good things coming your way. <sighs> and then my family for just being awesome. Uh, I always enjoy the spend time I get to spend with you. And it makes it so hard to leave and come back. Uh, but I so clearly feel called to be where I am and doing what I'm doing. God's blessed me. And I can't thank him enough for it. Um, but shout out to uh, a couple of people who messaged me after I left uh, Camp Phillip in particular. Um, but I got a bunch of encouragement from a bunch of different people uh, during the last week. And uh, but one particular person gave me a compliment that I really enjoyed and really built me up and really made me glad. Um, she said, "Your ability, you have an ability to show Jesus but also make it cool. Um, and that made me chuckle a little bit because I don't make Jesus cool. <laughs> if anything, Jesus makes me cool. Um, because I am a miserable, empathetic loser. <laughs> and that's not me being like weirdly uh, over humble or something like that. It's just the truth, man. I don't like who I am without Jesus. Um, but I love who Jesus makes me. I love it. I love it so much. Um, and, and I, I, what, I really genuinely get emotional when I think about the way that the Lord uses me and the gifts that he has given me. Um, and and the, the path that he has led me on to get me here. As I've talked about in the past, I've prayed for years now, literally years, um, that the Lord would surround me with men who are on fire for him, like men who love him the way I do or more, if that makes sense, who are just on fire for Jesus. Um, and it didn't happen right away. It, it did not happen right away. And I got really frustrated for like a year and a half that I was praying for this all the time and it wasn't happening. Like Jesus was not sending these men into my life. Um, but slowly but surely he, he surrounded me with them and then he called me to come to uh, MLC and it's not what I expected at all. 
Um, and now I'm here and I'm completely surrounded all the time by dudes who just are on fire for Jesus and I love it so much. It's great. <laughs> it's exactly what I asked Jesus for. Um, and it came in a way I didn't expect. Um, I have also been praying for a purpose and a mission and uh, he has refined my purpose and my mission so much um, that now I have like a clear path forward and I'm so thankful for it because I, when I didn't know what I was doing and when I wasn't sure you know, what to talk about, and when, I, when it was all about me, it wasn't working. It, that's probably the best way to say it. If it, when it was about me, it wasn't working and now it's not about me anymore and God's blessing it so much. Um, and I, I can't thank him enough for it. Uh, and that's what makes Jesus so cool. <laughs> that's I because when I talk about Jesus, I'm talking about someone that I know and someone that I know intimately. And, and when people like me, because um, there's a lot of them, and it's a little ironic that I heard this from the person I heard it from because she definitely has the same gift, I would say, or a similar gift to be able to share Jesus in a really intimate way that's really personal. Uh, and I'm not the only person in the world that can do it, and I don't have some weird special gift that nobody else has or that you can't achieve or something like that at all. I am just a normal dude who can barely talk. Um, I I have a hard time communicating, and yet the Lord has given me a podcast platform to talk through, and it's amazing. Um, but this is what I would say to, to somebody that says, I love the way you talk about Jesus because you make Jesus cool. Um, I talk about Jesus the way I do because I know Jesus really, really well. And I don't know him well enough yet. I'm not saying complacent about that. Um, and I'm not as faithful as I would like to be um, in my study of scripture and of the word and my meditation and my prayer. But I also know enough about the world and know enough about the people around me to know that I spend a lot more time in prayer and in study of scripture and in meditation on scripture than most of my peers and most people on earth, most people that profess to be Christian. I make it a priority every single day. And on the days where I fail and I don't make it a priority, it usually ends up being a priority by the end of the day because I've crashed and burned so hard that all I, the only place I have to go for any comfort or hope and peace is back into the Word. Um, as the psalm says, as deer pant for water, so my soul pants for you. And that's exactly the way I feel about my Heavenly Father. Um, I don't do it often. It's probably once or twice a month where I don't get my Bible reading in in the morning. And by the end of the day, honestly, the only thing that will give me comfort and hope and peace and help me move forward for the next day is getting into the Word at the end of the day because by that point in the day, I'm going to be completely worn out and I'm going to need some Jesus. And I, I consider that a blessing because it continues to pull me back to Him over and over and over again. If I could make it through a day without Him, I would. I just can't. I can't and he keeps pulling me back into him um, and, and the better you know Jesus the more real he becomes and the more real he becomes um, the easier it is to see him in your daily life the easier it is um, to understand what he's doing in you and the easier it is um, to see the work that he's doing in your life and that's not to say I have all the answers about what Jesus is doing in my life or where he wants me to go and all that I don't know any of them man I'm just following blindly I'm, he's holding me by the hand and leading me, and I'm following blindly. And sometimes I misstep, sometimes I go the wrong direction, sometimes I get lost and I have to find my way back. But he's always there, he's always calling me back, and he's continually leading me. And that's the only credit I can give anybody. I can't give any credit to myself because I don't, I'm not cool. 
I'm not cool. It's the work Jesus is doing in me that makes me cool. Um, and I, I recognize, I recognize the value that I'm able to bring to other people's lives because of um, the way He has filled me up. But that has nothing to do with me, and has everything to do with Him. Um, I've had a conversation with a lot of different people about at different times about different things. A lot of times it starts with like worship music or a Bible study or something, uh, where somebody's talking about Jesus or singing about Jesus. And there's, you can tell they, there's not much behind it. There really isn't much behind it. I'm not saying they don't have faith. I'm saying there's not, they don't really feel it. Like they're talking about the peace and love and joy and understanding that comes with knowing Christ, but there's no peace, love, joy, and understanding in what they're saying. Um, they're talking about how blessed they are and they don't sound thankful, right? And, and yeah, you, we've all heard like worship leaders who like at the end of it, you're like, that was just kind of flat. Like that, I don't think, yeah. And what I'll usually say is, if this is how if this is how you sing for Jesus, or this is how you praise Jesus, or this is how you talk about Jesus, then you don't know Jesus the way I do. You know the same Jesus I do. And people who say like, you don't know the same Jesus I do, that's that's nonsense and it's, it's, it's talking down to others. But I genuinely want other people to know and love their Lord as, as well as I do or better. Like, I, I'm just scratching the surface. Um, he, when he talks about his love for us, he talks about an ocean. Like, you can't go to the other side. It is so deep and so far and so wide. It's like the east to the west. Like, if you go, the secret about east and west is if you go west, there will always be an east you can go back to. You're never going to hit, like, the end of west where you're suddenly now going east. You just keep going and going and going. That's the whole point is you're always going further up and further into God's grace and love and mercy. And so I want other people to take that journey. I desperately want other people to take that journey. And that's why I talk about Jesus the way that I do. That's why I present Jesus the way that I do, because I know what it's like to start that journey, and I want other people to enjoy that journey. Because once you start to know Jesus as he really is, and again, I'm not saying I do know him in completion as he really is. I, I'm, I am not even scratching the surface of who Jesus is. But the better I get to know him, the more he reveals about himself to me, the better I know Jesus, the more real he is, the more I don't want anything ever to go back to being the way it was. Like I will never be the same and I don't want anything to ever be the same and I don't want to go back to where I was because now I know him better and everything is different. What a blessing that is. And I want other people to know that and understand that. And I want people to feel the same way I feel or better. And so when I talk about Jesus, I'm talking about somebody I really know. Um, one of my favorite things to do when I'm at a wedding or a bar or something like that, like at a party, whatever, is be a wingman for other dudes. It's really awkward when somebody's being a wingman for you, at least for me, I, because I don't like people talking about like I don't, it makes me feel weird when people are praising me in front of me. It makes me uncomfortable because, like I said, it's not a me. <laughs> it's the work the Savior's done in me because I am not worth anything on my own. Um, but I love building up other dudes. I love telling them I love them. I love talking them up. I love telling the world about them. I love sharing their stuff on Instagram. I just love building up other dudes. And uh, that's the way I feel about Jesus too, is I, I want to bring that same energy and that same excitement except tenfold um, as I do about my buddies. Like when you really, really love one of your bros and you just can't wait to share them with the world, like you're going to love this guy. That's the way I feel about Jesus. 
And so when I talk about Jesus and it you know makes him cool or whatever, it's just because he is the best thing to ever happen to me. And I want to share the world with him. And it even feels sim- too simple to say it like that. But I think that's the beauty of exactly where I'm at is I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing. I wouldn't have anything without him. I would still be a porn addict, um, desperately trying to make clout for myself if it wasn't for him. Um, and so the fact that I am who I am now is directly credited to my Heavenly Father and to my Savior, who has not only redeemed me, but then put faith in my heart and called me to do something more special than I could ever do on my own. I hope someday you know Jesus like I do. Hopefully you do already. And I hope I can be your guide on the way to that journey because nothing would give me more joy than to see you standing beside my Heavenly Father one day when I get there um, and be able to celebrate with you the gift that is my Savior. I'm going to cry. I'm a crier, sorry. The uh, first Christians used to talk about death all the time. They would walk around and they would say to each other, memento mori, especially in Rome before, um, like during Nero, before Constantine. They would talk about death constantly. They would say to each other, remember you must die. Remember you must die. And it wasn't like a threat. It wasn't meant to scare anybody or be weird. They were saying, remember that your time on this earth could end at any moment. So you better be at work. And that's what I'm doing. Working for Jesus every day. That's why I'm not with my family right now. That's why I drive a crappy car. That's why I live in a house full of bats and mice. Because I love my Savior. I'm going to follow wherever he leads. I'm going to let him do his work in me and through me. Hope that you do that too. Go be the men that God created you to be, fellas. I love you. We'll see you next time. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, and publishing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. We hope it helps you along your journey to be a man after God's own heart. Be sure to check out the Gird Up channel on YouTube. There you will find many podcast episodes just like this one, but you will also find exclusive video content geared at helping you be the man that God created you to be by introducing you to other godly men, teaching you how to behave, study, dress, act, eat, and live like a man of God, and you'll find devotions to help you grow in faith. Please consider supporting Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping in the online store at girdupministries.com, or by making a $5 cup of coffee donation at girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure that you like, follow, friend, and subscribe to Gird Up and our guests on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those links are in the description. And as always... We'll be praying for you on your journey. Blessings, men. Time to gird up and go be the man that God created you to be.